BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Do-do-do-do-do. California, here we come. Right back where we started from. California. We are here. It's happening. It's happening finally after months and months. A year. It feels like a year. A year. We've been talking about it. We are here. SP3, Maggie, on Fightful Overbooked. You know when you see me on Fightful Overbooked, I am not talking about professional wrestling usually. So, yes, I am here for another niche niche podcast and this time we are talking about one of the greatest teen dramas of all time the oc maggie how are you doing it's finally happening and i'm doing so great like i cannot wait for this yes usually when we see you on fightful overbook that you know that there's some sort of fuckery at hand so <laughs> so i can't i can't wait for this uh we need to rant so much so uh yes i and how are you doing by the way like i, I told am... you off the air how am i how am i'm doing but like people do not need that kind of negativity in their life <laughs> i'm doing all right i i we, we we messaged each other this morning she asked me why i'm up so early always like, yes You're i'm always, always up. up at 6 a.m and i'm like oh yeah sure like he he has a kid <laughs> I have, I have twin two-year-olds. You have, so. yes, you have. Plural. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, they wake me up at like 2 a.m. in the morning sometimes, 3 a.m. in the morning, and then I, I put them back to sleep, and then they'll wake me up again at like 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. if they're feeling uh, extra, extra awake. But yes, we are not here to talk about kids. We are not here to well, talk about duvets. 
We are going to talk about kids. Yes, yes. We're going to talk about spoiled rich kids because we are talking about the OC. Oh, man, this this teen drama was like my life when I was yes. uh, when I was 15 years old. I used to watch it with my mom, actually. Uh, you know, like my mom is big on soap operas. Like she lived on like all my children, uh, one life to live, General Hospital, all that stuff. So when there was like a teen drama, and she was the one that opened me up to like my first teen drama that I ever watched was Beverly Hills 90210. So when Fox once again was doing a teen drama, this was the summer of 2003, and it was the OC. I was like, all right, I'm gonna sit down with my mom. I'm gonna check it out. And from the first episode, I was automatically hooked. I was like, this is interesting. It's a fish out of water concept about a kid, Ryan Atwood, who gets in trouble with his older brother. They steal a car. They get arrested. And then the greatest Jewish lawyer in the game, Sandy Cohen, he he decides that he's going to help Ryan get out of a bind because he's a young kid, get out of this whole bind. And he's going to offer him a place to stay because Ryan is from a broken home with a mother who's a drunk, with a step father who's abusive and the only person he has to call he can't none of his friends want to pick up for him uh one friend that he didn't call and we'll get to that she's on our character tier list uh but he calls his lawyer sandy cohen and he takes him to newport beach the oc that's kind of just the synopsis of how we start things here but maggie tell us how you discovered this teen drama greatness well, first of all, I I was I was uh, I was happy to hear that um, that you like and you both both you and Jeremy like the OC because no uh, boys and men would uh, would say that they love the OC because no. it's a chick thing, you know it's a it's it's a chick thing and uh, my parents didn't like it because like my father is you know like. Eastern European macho, come on, like that's yeah. that's not happening. Like if it's not football, it's not worth watching. And uh, my mom loves soap operas, but like she watches um, Indian soap operas, uh, Spanish soap operas, and Turkish soap operas. Like these are like the three the the, the three that. She watches all the time. I started watching it because uh, I saw a glimpse of it on one of our, you know, national tele- uh, TVs uh, channels, and I'm like, "Wait, who is this?" And I saw Ryan because, like, it's you start watching for Ryan, but you stay for Seth. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Ryan, Ryan is the person this that. I immediately related to, but then Seth, after like episode two, I was like, well, he's the best character. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's the one. And yeah, like this, this is the, this is the girlish, uh, you know, uh, point of view. You you come for Ryan, but you stay for Seth. Uh, A a lot of the girls didn't want to, didn't want to say it, but like at the end they were like, yeah, okay, that's super fine. I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, plus, I I kind of I I kind of blamed Seth for for that skate movement that we actually got later in in life for skaters wearing not baggy uh, pants and like 
shoes because they used to wear really baggy pants and I loved it. And then OC came and they show Seth wearing those skinny jeans and everyone started wearing skinny jeans. I'm like, I blame you, Seth. Jesus Christ. And and then I was fine with it. But like, you know, when you're a teenager and you're disappointed that some sort of fat is going away and you're like soaking. But like, I could never be mad at Seth. Come on. It's Seth. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah, I and, and that for like the guy point of view, as far as like the good looking girls, you 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 came for the show for Marissa, but you stayed for Summer. Summer, Summer, that that's how how it was for the guy. Summer was the one that I had that I developed a, a crutch a crush on as I watched the show, and then also you know as I got older with the show, you know, going in season, it only this is like one of the the rare teen dramas that left a mark on pop culture, but only oh, yeah. lasted like four seasons. Like, like it only lasted four seasons. And you talk about Seth kind of starting the trend of like skinny jeans to skaters. Seth started the the trend of being a comic book dork was cool. Like yeah. he he made yes. it cool to be a comic book dork. And then all the other shows kind of took off took off from that and had their dorky characters that were that were cool in a way. You I feel like if if it wasn't for Seth Cohen, we would have never got Big Bang Theory and all this other dork type uh sitcoms that came after it. A lot of Americans hate the Big Bang Theory, and I have no idea why. I I, I I'm not a big fan of Big Bang Theory myself. I, I haven't really invested time into into watching it, but I don't hate it. It's not the best, you know, but like I'm a huge I I love Kaylee Cuoco. I love her so much. She's she's like such an idol, and I went blonde because of her, by the way. <laughs> like so, everything on her uh at all times. And uh I I don't mind it, but like, oh you watch Big Bang Theory Barf, and I'm like Okay. <laughs> Relax. Relax. <laughs> well, I, I I think that this is gonna be more than just this podcast. We might have to do like break it down where we can go more into like the seasons and stuff. But for this first one, we are gonna do a character tier list. If you've seen me over on Degrassi Dudes with Steven Jensen, we've done character tier lists for Degrassi. We've done couple tier lists for Degrassi. We've uh, done done tier lists for Nickelodeon shows as well. So now we are bringing the character tier list here to this podcast. Park too, and yes. I'm mad about that. <laughs> South Park, South Park, yes. I for- almost forgot about that. Hey, man, Carton is the GOAT. That's all that matters. Oh, yes. e- everything, everything else after that, it doesn't really matter as long as we know you put, is the I'm, I'm so mad at you guys for putting baby ends that's it's such a lower tier like her boobs destroyed the world <laughs> and you didn't acknowledge that bye 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 yes absolutely you, like, you guys all are also wrestling you know fans how can you not put the baby <laughs> Maybe, maybe we, we, we need to revisit that. We revisited our, our character tier list for Degrassi after Jensen saw the later seasons and stuff. So maybe we can go back to, to South Park after maybe after this uh, season that's currently running, we'll go back to it and we can we can we can have Maggie on to really kind of kind of adjust everything and get a third person's point of view. But this is why we needed to do a character tier list on 
this this great show, this great teen drama known as the OC. So I'm gonna share the screen. By the way, which which was uh, your first teen drama that that you saw? It was uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Beverly Hills. Okay, so for me, it was Sweet Valley High and Breaker High. Sweet Valley High, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like Breaker, but Breaker High was on a boat. Yes, and this this was the first the first time I ever saw Ryan Gosling. This was my first introduction to Ryan Gosling. The show came on at Fox Kids. I want to say it was before it it became Jetix. Yeah, yeah, I love that show so much. And I'm like, oh Ryan, I'm I was so in love with Ryan Gosling. I swear to God, he was so great. So yeah, Breaker High was was right up there. So people, come people on, realize. Ryan Gosling used to be on a lot of these teen dramas. Yeah, he became a star. Yeah, <laughs> look at him now, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> wow, wow, ladies and gentlemen, we're already starting off. We're already starting off hot. Let's let's share our uh, our character tier list here, and we can break everything down for the people watching. So we we got our our sections here, and we we had specific uh tiers here. So we have six tiers in total. Of course, the the top is what we usually give to the GOAT characters, the greatest characters, the characters that define this show. Then we have the, the tier just below there. They might have not been the characters that define these shows, but they are great characters. They had a lot of depth, a lot of development throughout the four seasons of the OC. Then we have our third tier, which is good but flawed. So these are good characters, but they have their flaws that keep them away from the two top tiers. Then we have the LaCroix team and I, I don't know about you baggy whatever i thought about the lacrosse team on the oc i just kind of felt like eh. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that's that's kind of like a, another word for meh um yeah. <laughs> then we have the tears that are probably going to be the most controversial <laughs> for the people watching that are oc fans is why were they even on the show <laughs> so these are characters that we don't even know the point of them and then we have the bottom tier which is usually trash where we did uh Degrassi it was trashily so we had to name this one after a character on the show and we named it Oliver if you're an OC fan you know why you the know. bottom tier is called Oliver we will Just get into that, that guy. We will get into that when we get to it. But you you brought him up at the start. So we're going to start off with Ryan Atwood to give people kind of the synopsis on Ryan Atwood. He is kind of the star of the show. He is from uh, Chino, California. He's got a, you know, he's from a broken home. Like we said before, his brother gets him into trouble trying to steal a car. They get caught by the police, arrested. He's bailed out, uh, basically, uh, you know, talked out of it by his lawyer, Sandy Cohen. Uh, his mom is a drunk and has an abusive boyfriend. He, When they get back home after his mom picks him up, uh, after Sandy gives him his card to call him if he ever needs anything, uh, Ryan gets into a fight with the boyfriend. He calls all his friends. No one picks up for him or no one has his back. No one gives him a place to stay. So he calls Sandy, who brings him to Newport Beach. Uh, where Sandy lives with his wife, Kristen, and their son, Seth Cohen. So then he goes to like this big party. He, no, before that, when uh, Sandy is trying to convince Kristen to uh, ha have him stay for a couple of days or at least a night, 
He meets Marissa as he's smoking a cigarette outside outside the uh, Cohen household. Then she's <laughs> with. I want me to be. Whoever, yes, 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 the great life. Whoever you want me to be. Well, no, but like with the cigarette and work. Whoever you want me to be. She says, "Who are you? Whoever you want me to be." Do you remember? Like you, a hundred percent. You, you, you have to have uh, seen that in the early stages of the series. Ryan had this, you know, way of acting which he didn't turn your turn his face, uh, like facing yeah. the. He like only turned his eyes, and he was like looking at her like whoever you want me to be. <laughs> whoever you want me to be. But it was so creepy. I'm like, why aren't you looking at me? Why are you looking at something that is like five thousand miles away? But like your eyes are. <laughs> He has a faraway look in his eyes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so Ryan, uh, basically, he he. This starts his love story with Marissa, and uh, he stays with the Cohen house. He gets in a fight at like the very first party he goes invited to, uh, where where uh, he gets in a fight with Marissa's boyfriend Luke. He says, "Welcome to OC, sure. bitch." Um. <laughs> I'm a gangster. I'm from Newport Beach. We out in these streets. Um, him and him and Seth get into that fight after uh, Seth miscommunicates that uh, you know Summer, who is his big crush at the time, develops a crush on Ryan at first. But then uh, they they eventually get together. But we'll get to that in a little bit. But Ryan's whole thing in the first season is him just being a fish out of water in Newport Beach, getting used to it. He eventually gets into a relationship with Marissa, which causes an, uh, its own trouble because Marissa's going through her whole thing with her family breaking apart. We'll get to that when we get to Marissa. Trust me. Then <laughs> Ryan uh, gets into an encounter with Oliver, who becomes like this uh, cr this crazy person that, that Marissa meets at her therapy issues. He's the only one that sees that Oliver has issues, and maybe we shouldn't be close to Oliver. No one wants to listen to him until it's too late, and Oliver holds uh, Marissa hostage. But this basically ends the first run of, of Ryan and Marissa. Then we're introduced to his ex-girlfriend, Teresa. We first see her on Thanksgiving when Ryan has to basically steal a car for his brother who's in jail still. And uh, we sure. we find out that he never told her that he was leaving to go to Newport Beach. So then she comes back after he breaks up with Marissa. He eventually sleeps with Teresa and gets her pregnant. And... <laughs> And even though he gets back with Marissa, he then finds out that Teresa's pregnant and he has to leave the OC. And that's how we basically end season one. Season two, we come back to Ryan and he's a construction worker trying to make ends meet for to support Teresa, her mom and their eventual kid. But then uh, Teresa realizes that Ryan has one foot out the door. He really wants to be in the OC. He goes out to Portland because uh, Seth leaves the OC when Ryan leaves because he's so he's like, I never even liked this place until Ryan showed up. So if Ryan's gone, I'm going too. So he sails his boat, boat in the boat called Summer. <laughs> yeah, Summer Breeze. Summer, summer Breeze. breeze. Oh. 
perfect stop. Um, <laughs> Summer Breeze, and he he basically goes to Portland where he's staying with Luke and his gay dad. We'll get to that later. Um, and, <laughs> and he basically talks Seth to go back, but uh, also Teresa calls him and says that, you know, oh, I lost the baby because she realizes that Raya doesn't really want to be with her, doesn't really want to be there. So she tells him, go back to the OC. He goes back to the OC with Seth. They try to mend their fences with their girlfriends summer and marissa marissa is played playing games because she's all distraught because ryan left and she's been hooking up with some lawnmower dude and <laughs> and he she doesn't tell ryan that so ryan has to find out in the worst way possible while they're making out in front of the house and then he breaks up with marissa he eventually meets this new girl Lindsay. they start having like a beef that turns into a relationship and then we find out that Lindsay is actually Kristen's sister. His <laughs> <laughs> stepmom Stinson. By the way, yeah. By the way, like I was, uh, I was always wondering how, like, because you can never do that here. I, I, I don't know if you guys can do that in the states, but like, I was so puzzled at how many people who are underage can get a hotel room. Yes, yes, that was how? very weird. This is really, and the, and they're like. I know that if you if you look at them, you're like, there is no way you cannot be at least 25. Like, <laughs> I can get that, but maybe it's the Californian sun. You know, it's if you got money, I guess in California. Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> Teresa didn't have money. Okay, like she, no. she she did not, and she got a you know, but like she she was working at catering. And I'm like, you're under what? How 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 old are you? How can you get what? <laughs> it's like blowing your mind uh, at the things yeah, that we're doing. Like, is this how things are in the states? I had no idea. Did we mention the huge ass house that they burnt? Yes. Oh, I forgot that. That's, that happens in like the first three episodes. Like, the first three episodes. I think like the Let's... second episode, he burned the um basically. I Ryan... think it was the third. I w- I think it was the third yeah. that he he was like, no, I'm out of here, and then they. Uh, oh, I think we have a place for you to, to you know, to, to crash. It's uh, it's this house that my mom and da- and grandfather never built. Yes, here, stay here. Oh, here's some, some candles, you know, and like nylon things. <laughs> and he gets in a <laughs> fight with Luke. possibly go wrong? Sure. <laughs> and Luke was like, oh, my God, there's something burning. I'm going to go. I'm like, how much do you hate a person who you met three days ago? That you want him to die in a burning no, building. But, but Luke but does then, save him. Yes, Luke but then he can, he actually like put him in the fire and scary, you know. <laughs> and he, he and had to make it in the wrestling guy. Yeah, and it was like, give us an F5 and like <laughs> F5 him into the flames. Not save him. He's giving it. He wants to give him an fu, an attitude adjustment <laughs> yeah. into the yeah. flames. Bitch, <laughs> welcome to welcome to OC. And, welcome to OC, bitch. Yes. End of the series. 
<laughs> yeah, that would be the end of the whole series. Yeah. I'm giving, I'm giving them the spark notes, and, and Maggie's giving. No, you forgot a big detail. He burned down a house, and that's why. That's why uh, his new girlfriend, father, doesn't like him and stuff. Uh, oh but, yeah, the, the yeah. grandfather. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. Caleb Nickel. He's on our our team <laughs> right here, and we'll get to him. Uh, but yes, he burns down the house. That's early on, but it's season two. Uh, him and Lizzie's relationship basically falls apart after we find out that she's a part of the 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 family the nickel family uh she eventually has to leave when caleb wants to basically adopt her and then he sort of like has this will they won't they with marissa again as marissa is discovering her lesbian side uh she kissed the girl and she liked it and then eventually she leaves that girl to get back with ryan all the while, his brother has come out of jail, and he's about to fuck shit up. And <laughs> his brother, as Ryan is off with uh, Seth at a, like, um, trying to make some money, I think in Las Vegas or something, uh, his brother, Trey, basically sexually assaults Marissa. And this becomes, like, a dark cloud, an elephant in the room that causes problems between Marissa and Ryan until eventually Marissa tells Summer, Summer tells Seth, and Seth tells Ryan, and then we have the most iconic scene of this whole series, which is the finale of season two. What you say? Well, you know what you say? say? As Ooh, Ryan and I love it, by the way. This was yes, flawless. I, I remember all the, the different parody shows that did that. It was so funny. <laughs> but yes, Ryan and Trey, they get into this big fight where it looks like Trey is about to kill Ryan. He has like the with telephone. Phone. Yes, he has the telephone. And it's the big telephone with the wind. And he's about to smash Ryan's head. When Marissa comes in, she picks up a gun that they were about to, that was about to be used in the fight. And she shoots Trey. And, and that's when the music, what'd you say? He looks at her. He's got the bullet hole. He looks down. He looks at her. And he just. <laughs> it's one of the funniest scenes in this whole series, even though but it's not. It's so, it's so great. I, because it's so great because it's so ridiculous. And like, of course, the rich, uh, the rich spoiled brat will never go to jail. Nope. Like, of course. No, nope, of course not. But we start off season three with uh, basically at their school, New, uh, Newport High or whatever, Newport Beach High. Uh, they basically don't want Ryan and Marissa at the school. Eventually, they accept Ryan back in. But they're like, nah, Marissa shot somebody. Let's not have her here uh, with the crazy principal who uh, Ryan has to punch in the face, I believe, in like episode one or two of the first <laughs> of season three. Uh, this leads to Marissa. She goes to like this new gritty high school where she meets Johnny who's this surfer boy who turns emo after uh, Marissa basically gets him hit by a car and <laughs> and and gets his girlfriend to cheat to, to cheat on him with his rival Volchek uh, we'll get, uh, we'll get more on yeah. yes, we'll get more on him <laughs> in a little bit as well. Uh, this leads to issues with Riot and Marissa's relationship because she's trying to be, you know, so helpful to Johnny, and Johnny's developing feelings for her. Johnny keeps trying to push her away. Then eventually, they make shit even more messier as her little sister, who I believe was ten years old in the first season. <laughs> She was. It was ridiculous. In, in, in a matter of one season, she grew like 
15 years. I was like, I was like, how did she go? Is, I, I'm pretty sure on the timeline, it's, it's only been two years since season one in season three. But Caitlyn, who was 10 in season one, is now 15. And she's back in Newport, uh, Newport Beach. She develops a crush on Johnny, which becomes this weird little re- rectangle, not even a love triangle, a love rectangle. Uh, Johnny gets rejected by Marissa as she finally chooses Ryan and Johnny who's down on his luck his mom's losing money paying medical bills because he got hit by a car he can't go to the surfer league he lies to Marissa about going to the surfer league but he's not able to go anymore and he eventually gets drunk after Marissa turns him down he decides he wants to climb some rocks of Ryan of course <laughs> I always climb ridiculously like high rocks when i'm drunk always like, I, 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 i'm going out of my mind that we're just on character number one with all this <laughs> <laughs> all this we character number one because we started off with the main character yeah. uh, so he's not able to save johnny johnny plummets to his death uh <laughs> After Johnny plummets to his death, Marissa and Ryan, they break up. They're no longer with each other. Ryan then Ryan then tries to hook up with Johnny's cousin, who's, who's here to try to help, you know, the family pack up and grieve from losing Johnny. Uh, she's also an ex of Bocek, who is the guy that, that uh, Johnny's girlfriend cheated on. Bocek now has a crush on Marissa. And Marissa, because she's so He's damaged... He's too good to to admit that to himself. By the way, he's all cocky. Yes, and then and then she Volchek and Marissa get together. Uh, Ryan gets together with Johnny's uh, uh, cousin. Then she leaves because she realizes that yeah, he's got too many things going on. Ryan, Ryan's always going through shit. Uh, so then, by the um, way, by the way, Ryan tried to help her. You know, he went all like construction worker yes. on her. Yeah, he <laughs> tried to fix her pipes. Those are teenagers, by the way. <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> This is, this is he literally starts off the show at 15. We're not even at 18 years old yet. We're and he's trying to fix her pipes. <laughs> I was like, come on. And he was like, oh yeah, sure, I can break down a wall. And I'm like, you're 16. <laughs> <laughs> he goes all Chris Jericho on her, break the walls down, break down a wall. <laughs> Uh, finally, finally, uh, this all culminates with uh, the prom where Voltec cheats on Marissa at the prom, sure. and Ryan has to come to her rescue. At this time, Ryan also discovers that Teresa did have the kid, and then Teresa tells him, No, it's not your kid, it's uh, my ex boyfriend that beat you up one time at a party. Uh, it's, it's actually his, but he doesn't want to be involved in the kid's life. It looks like they're about to get back together, but Teresa can tell he still has feelings for Marissa. Then he gets into this whole thing with Volchek, where he has to do work for Volchek. Then Volchek is like, still has a thing for Marissa. They graduate. Marissa's about to go off to her uh, to her, her criminal daddy, who's on a boat somewhere. Uh, and, and she's... Criminal daddy! <laughs> criminal daddy and he's driving her to the airport when Volchek comes and runs them off the road and Marissa dies in Ryan's arms in in her in like you <laughs> why are we laughing at that 
<laughs> because no, the, this scene, like the ending of season three. <laughs> he was like, so cry. I mean, and you know, you know the 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 ending. Uh, I want to say season one of Dawson's Creek, where <laughs> where like the the epic meme came from. Oh no, that's that's the end of uh, season three of Dawson's Creek when da- okay. when when Joey picks Pacey over Dawson. Yes. Just go, go, just go, just go, Joey. Like, <laughs> because this is such an emotional uh, scene, and this is such a you know an important part of the series. But because it was turned into a stupid, hilarious meme, you know. And this is the same because like this is this has to be soul crushing for the entire TV series because everything was situated around Marissa and Ryan everything and now half of it is gone like she's dead. And this has to be a soul crushing scene but like I <laughs> no, no don't worry. I also <laughs> laughed at a lot of it. <laughs> And, and and the symmetry of it is it's a callback to the the uh, first half of season one when Marissa when she gets, was passed out yeah and, when she gets and, a drug overdose in Tijuana and Ryan Tijuana. has to carry her out of the the highway when she's passed out in the highway so it's similar to that scene where he has to take her out of the car and he's like he's like Marissa and she's like Ryan oh. <laughs> Please give me attention. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said, you kind of put it perfectly. The whole series kind of falls apart after Marissa dies in season three. So yes. Come back to yes. season four, and Ryan is Which... an MMA fighter. What yes, is like this is this had no... okay. This was like uh, season five of The Fringe. We didn't ask for this. <laughs> we did not ask for this we didn't ask for the stupid bitch that was supposed to be a heel character against marissa to become a sweetheart and actually become like part of ryan's life we did not she she was even fine. though even though i will say i kind of like that relationship more than yes. ryan and marissa <laughs> because it wasn't toxic yes it yes. wasn't to- it was a normal relationship because both people took consideration of the other person's feelings, which had nothing to do with the way Marissa, you know, carried herself at all throughout the entire show because everything was about her. Yes. Everything. Even when she did something for other people, it was still about her. Continue. I love love how we already (laughs) erosing Marissa. We haven't even got to her character yet. We haven't yeah, Ryan takes a while to grieve from losing Marissa until I, I believe it's the Chrismica uh, story. We'll get to Chrismica, don't worry. Uh, Chrismica episode of season four where him and Taylor fall off a ladder and are unconscious and they live in a world if Ryan never went to Newport and you see how, I you know. this episode, by the way. That is a great episode. It's the that best episode of episode. season four. It's the best yes. episode of season four. Hands down. And by far, season four is not really a good season. I'm just gonna let everybody. It's better than season three. 
That's all I will say. But it's it's not a very good season. But it's a this weird is a, season. It's very weird without Marissa. Uh, but yes, uh, they finally start getting together themselves. They have their own issues. We'll get to Taylor and her side of this as well. And then the whole series ends kind of um weirdly because Ryan is not with Taylor, I believe, by the end. But he does. But the series does end with we we find out that he's a construction worker. He's finally got a his life together. Construction yeah, a successful. He own he owns the construction yes. thing, thing whole thing. He owns his own construction business. He went to Berkeley College, and then uh, he's owned his own. He has a beard. He has a, <laughs> a, a semi beard, and he sees a kid on the side of the road who looks down like down on him, his luck. Down on his luck, and he asks him. Do you need any help? And that's how the series ends. So it's a full symmetry of how we started with Sandy helping him. He helps the they kid. They went full, full circle. And I, yeah. I appreciate that. I do. I did appreciate how they ended it. There was a really good ending to the series as well. But all of that to get to where <laughs> does Ryan rank? Is, should he be in the GOATs because he is the main character? Or No. The, no. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I actually agree. I think he's a great character. Great character. But, but he gets very boring after season one. Yes. Doesn't he? He gets really, really boring because like he um he falls victim to, you know, I am sure I'm so sure that the, their pure intention, like the creator's intention, was for him to be a key character, but like everyone saw how much love Seth and summer got and automatic it was like the monica and rachel thing in friends like monica was supposed to be like this and then rachel came out and then you know yeah he fell victim to that and we we are totally not saying that he's not a great character of course he's a great character but not a goat sorry i agree I agree with you 100% because he just not as interesting if if you could tell from our synopsis of him a lot of stuff is just him reacting to other people. That's what it comes down to. After season by, one, by, it's, by looking, him, it's just him by looking like that. He reacts like that. <laughs> <laughs> we we do love you, Ben McKenzie. We're just talking about Ryan Atwood. Ryan Atwood. Gotham sucks, by the way. <laughs> hey, Gotham is good. I enjoyed the outrageous move of Gotham. That's our next tier list. We're going to do Gotham. Yes. Um, <laughs> Let's move on. Next up, we have Sandy Cohen. I think we both agree. Goat? Goat. Absolute goat. goat. Okay. So, first of all, none of the series would have happened if it wasn't for him. Exactly. <laughs> first of all. And second of all, he is so cool. <laughs> he is, like, he makes the dad jokes. Yes. But and everyone thinks that oh my no no like you're my dad come on he's so though if dad jokes are what like the, the things that he's those are not dad jokes those are cool ass jokes yes and yeah and you know like you can see that he's his character is is the father who who needs and wants to be um incredibly familiar with his son's life and his stepsons because that's what Ryan became after yeah. all. Uh, but like you f initially think that because he wants to be the cool dad, but then, then after like watching a couple of, uh, you know, series, uh, a couple of uh, episodes, you, 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 
you like realize that he it's it's not because of that it's because he's like he's that person you know he's he's just that guy who's like and later on we get that he does actually has some skeletons in the closet but <laughs> yes i was gonna yeah. bring that up when we get he to does that. he does have some skeletons in the closet but um i think that this is what makes him so lovable because he he is that person in spite of all that yeah. and yes and it's not he's not polished i hate polished it's it's not mm, it's it's not that because when you get layers to a character that's 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 when you realize that you can relate to them and yeah. if if sandy had no flaws he was he was going to be like this um, made up character that could never exist and that's why he's relatable and that's why we love him so much he's just that was perfectly put, great perfectly put uh, really like he's kind of like just the the moral compass for like the for especially like the first season he's the one that you know Ryan goes to when when it really becomes obvious that Oliver is is crazy and batshit crazy it's Sandy that goes with him to the hotel to save Marissa uh when when Seth needs help with his relationship with with Summer yeah like Sandy's always there it's season two and season three where they add more layers to him and flaws to him see I believe it's season two when his fugitive ex comes into play and <laughs> comes back around and he has to like save her and it puts a strain on his marriage uh which forces Kristen to start drinking and that becomes a whole drama but he, he's really there for Kristen when she's hey, rich through. people have problems too okay exactly exactly <laughs> uh we we meet his mother his mother has a uh, cancer he has to deal with that at, at one point in season three he becomes the uh with uh Kristen you know in rehab he becomes the head of the uh what is it called the Newport uh union or whatever it's whatever the business is that yeah. uh Kristen and her the rich crap <laughs> yeah the rich crap he because and then you 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 see him start to develop into his stepfather I mean his father-in-law uh Caleb Nickel and he's like doing uh sneaky things to get this hospital open and stuff like that but then season four they they really like okay we're sorry about the last two seasons we're just gonna make him the moral compass again don't worry guys and he eventually is the person who kind of uh, leads the charge in getting them back to Berkeley where him and Kristen first fell in love. So he has layers, he has flaws, but definitely I agree with Maggie. There would be no show if it wasn't for Sandy opening his home and his heart to Ryan and creating this whole series. By the way, I could never do that. Like, oh yes, here's a random person who was in juvie. <laughs> come, come into my house. Yes, please. Like, oh, I don't care that you're wearing a wife beater. I don't know. <laughs> like you only own wife beaters. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I so appreciate that the thing that his total job in those series. And um, I look up to this character so much because he made everyone, absolutely everyone do the right thing thing in spite of the trouble they would get into yeah. and after after everything cooled down that you see that of course every like it sometimes it sucks doing the right thing but like nothing like 
the world will never end if I get punished for this. And after that happens, at least I'll have a clear conscience. He made everyone do the right thing. And I appreciate this so much because like, I, it's weird to, uh, to say this, but like, because I saw this on a stupid show, a teenage show, I was like, I don't care. I'll, I'm going to do the right thing. Even if I get in trouble for it. And I did get in trouble for some things like, uh, uh, because like I, I admitted I, you know, I was responsible for some things, and they were like, "Yeah, okay," and it was never as bad as I thought it would be, there you because go. this is this is basically like I'm not saying that I burned down a house and I didn't say that it was me, but like, <laughs> but like, a, if you just you you will never you will never realize just how easy it is to do the right thing. Seriously, it's if you're if you're not a sociopath. That is so. Yeah. Always think to yourself. Yes, always <laughs> think to yourself. What would Sandy do? If you learn anything from this podcast, what would Sandy Cohen do? That yeah. should be the lesson. Uh, next, we got Anna. Uh, she was really only in season one. Uh, she's a comic book nerd, kind of like Seth, and they develop uh, a whole relationship. But then it becomes a love triangle because, like we said, Seth has this long-term crutch on uh, Summer. He kind of plays games where he's trying to, like, uh, go between the two of them. He dates both of them at one time. Eventually, he chooses Anna over Summer because she goes to see him on New Year's and they kiss at, at the count of uh, the, the midnight count. And they have their own relationship, but she can see that he really still has feelings for Summer. And uh, they break up. She eventually moves back to Pittsburgh. Seth is uh, a little bit hurt by that. But they eventually meet again in season three when they both uh, decide they want to go to Brown University. And Seth uh, messed up his old Brown interview. So Anna has to help him out with getting back into Brown, getting a meeting with the dean. And then eventually he's not able to smooth things over there. So she gets him into like this artist school that's nearby in Providence so he could stay close to summer so she's always been a good friend always been great i don't think she is in the goats but i would say she's either between good character or good but flawed i i see no flaws in her whatsoever i i great i love anna so much and um i was kind of when i started the series i was kind of rooting for for seth and her because like yeah she she got seth a lot and afterwards we see her in one episode where like they visited a college site yeah and, brown. yeah brown and yeah and she she had the long hair and i was like girl cut that hair right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the, the thing was what was crazy for me because i'm also a big entourage fan and she plays like a 20-something year old, which she really is, a 20-something year old in Entourage <laughs> that was at the same time as her playing a 15-year-old on the OC. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It was weird. It was it was, it was really weird. Uh, but like I I appreciate her so much. And after if it wasn't for her, Seth and Summer wouldn't be a thing. Because uh the the reason why she's a great character is because like you um she she wasn't selfish, like other characters on on the show because like she loved Seth so much that she wanted everything that was good for him which yeah. was summer so she taught him how to, yes he she she encouraged her him and everything like i um 
I enjoyed the Cotillion episode. Was this episode yes. two? This was yes. episode two, I guess. This was how we were introduced to Anna. Uh, I had no idea where, what Cotillion was, but I am so glad that I watched Chelsea so I can know what Cotillion is. So rich people problems. And uh, oh, I have I have nothing to wear to Cotillion. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I have oh, nothing to wear Cotillion. Oh. 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 <laughs> Let's go to uh, who I think is one of the best, the best two villains we got coming up oh, yes. here. Oh, yes. First, it is Caleb Nickel, who is the father Ugh! of Kristen, the grandfather of uh, of of uh, Seth, and the father-in-law of Sandy. We really start to like really get to know him after because we find out that he's the boss of Kristen, and he's upset about the you know the whole burning of the house in the first couple of episodes. He hates uh, Ryan. Yeah, he hates so Ryan. Much. He hates the fact that they opened their home to Ryan. They took in a stray, even though she he does <laughs> say that. This reminds him of Kristen's mom, her doing that. He was like, your mom would do something crazy. Yes, but like (laughs) at at the end of the day, you you realize that he didn't like Ryan because he didn't come from a rich family. Like that's that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. I love he, him so much. He eventually gets <laughs> oh, with with Julie, which is like the power Julie villain Cooper couple. Nickel. Yes, Julie Cooper, Julie Cooper Nickel. Nickel. He, he, he may, they get in a relationship, then he like is not good to her, so she eventually starts hooking up with Luke, but then eventually comes back to her, and uh, <laughs> yes, we're gonna get to that because she's next. Uh, and then they have they get married. We start off season two. They're in a whole new big house with Marissa leaving with them. Uh, he he. Of course, we find out his uh his his bastard child of Lindsay in season two as well. Uh, that he cheated on on Kristen's mom, which all of that between uh you know Sandy with his ex, uh Caleb with the bastard child, and then Kristen has her own drama leads to her having a drinking problem. But really, really the catalyst which goes the drinking problem overboard is when uh when Caleb has a heart attack at the end of season two and she dies. Yeah, into the pool. Even though Julie was about to kill him by giving him some some pills in his drink. Kiki. Kiki, yeah, Kiki, Kiki and Juju. <laughs> he he is like it for me. Caleb is the definition of good but flawed. He's a very good character, oh, but yeah. he is still yes. flawed. He is so flawed. He's incredibly flawed, <laughs> but uh, he was exactly the villain, the heel that that the, that the, the series needed a lot. So um, he made it excellent for us to hate him. And this yeah. is what makes him an an, an excellent villain. Um, I did kind of develop a sympathy for him at, at 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 one point, because like you you do realize that everything that he does, he does for the good of the family. It's it's the whole Tyrion Lannister, you know, from Game yeah. of Thrones. He does everything for the family, and he gives zero craps. Uh, but he's just. You know, um, if someone burned down my house, I would be <laughs> extremely pissed off myself. And I would not forgive that easy. Uh, he did, like, Ryan kind of did grow 
uh, grow on him a, a, a little bit. A little not... bit. When in the relationship uh, with Lindsay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, when they when they had the pool matchup, you remember? They had a pool before? match. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they played pool. Uh which was such a cringe <laughs> like thing to see because you like you know that neither of them were playing. <laughs> neither. Nope. And he was and you know this this is what bugs me. Every time someone plays pool in a movie or TV series, you can always tell if like they have any pool knowledge at all because like uh corner pocket. And it's like right there. Like this is not even hard. Like make it like make it difficult. Make them make actually... it difficult. And I'm like corner pocket. And he was like and Ryan was like corner pocket. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I'm not gonna look toward the camera, Connor Foggy. Um, <laughs> perfect. Uh, but let's talk about his significant other, who, in my opinion, when it comes to villains, turned this is this is the ultimate. This is the wrestling. big show. This is the <laughs> ultimate. Yes, this is the ultimate wrestling beats the OC. Is Julie Cooper, who starts off as the biggest heel in Newport Beach. She's a gold digging wife who's just spending all of Jimmy Cooper's money. You basically, by episode two or three, you hate her because she's it's deplorable. She's not really a good mother. She, she She's just a gold digger who just spends all of Jimmy's money. Then eventually she divorces him when uh, he gets outed because, and stuff. Because he has no money. Because he has no money. Then she gets with Caleb, and that's just her being a gold digger because he has the most money. And then she hooks up with her daughter's ex-boyfriend, Luke. <laughs> After feeling, after feeling spurned by you go, um, girl. Luke, go get does, it. Luke does the right thing after being obsessed with her. He eventually ends things for for Ryan and Marissa, and she goes back with Caleb. They get married, uh, but then he's like he pretty much quit. Yes, he's pretty much still awful to her, uh, even after the marriage and stuff. Uh, she eventually cheats on him with her ex-boyfriend, who has a sex tape of her. If, if people if people didn't remember that, yeah, that was that was a plot line as well. Uh, she I completely gets... forgot about that. By the way. <laughs> she gets back with with Jimmy at the end of season two, in our way to season three after Caleb, uh, because you know, he has dies. money again. Because he has money again, because he uh Caleb paid him all the money for this restaurant that him and Sandy had. Uh then they get back together, but Jimmy Cooper, still a freaking chem- criminal, doesn't know how to handle money. And then this is when the babyface turn starts because you start to feel bad for her because she was really in love. That was the only person she really loved was Jimmy Cooper. So when he lets her go, she's down on her luck, she has to move into a trailer, and this starts the redemption of, of Julie Cooper, where she really Really shows that she's a really good friend to Kristen, always has Kristen back when Kristen's going through her drinking problem and rehab and she comes back and then she has this blonde lady that's trying to extort her and Julie's the only one that sees through the crap but then eventually she does want to do some criminal shit with her but then she has a, you know a conscience moment and she just like spurs her and gets rid of her then she's just really good to Kristen throughout this whole thing. She goes through her whole, her and Marissa, you know, men fences. They actually have a good daughter-mother uh, relationship. She has a good daughter-mother relationship with Caitlin. And then Marissa dies. And then she somewhat goes back to being a heel. <laughs> yes, she tried to pay Ryan 
to fucking kill Voltrek. <laughs> but it's really no, just what? that's her how she's grieves. That's how she's yes. grieving. This, this is again, we're talking about the layers and layers. Because, like, first of all, you think, oh, she's a fucking gold digger. She doesn't care about anything because she's a gold digger. And then you kind of realize that what she's a gold digger because she wants to provide the perfect life for her two daughters and herself. And in her, a lot of ways, she's Ryan because she didn't come from a rich family. She came from... Yes, was, exactly. I, yeah, yeah. She when you meet porn. her sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did porn. <laughs> Yo, these characters, just going back and remembering all the stuff that happened with these characters <laughs> is the best part of this whole okay, podcast. I was in my teenage years and I needed money, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Julie is a goat for me. What about Julie you? Julie is absolutely a goat. Like, she, again, so many things would never happen if it wasn't for her. So many things. And the way that she, she, she tried to get with summer's dad yes we've totally <laughs> bypassed that that's season three where she tries to get with summer's dad summer summer's gets, dad. gets engaged with her but then he's just like nah you crazy after your daughter died you try to you try to get this this guy that killed him killed your your mind is everywhere but where it needs to be then she eventually gets with ryan's dad <laughs> when he gets out of jail oh ryan's dad comes up seriously. in season four seriously you go get it, girl. <laughs> yes, I don't even care. <laughs> like, it's not as if when you have kids that your life ends all of a sudden. No, <laughs> you go and have a life. Jesus, like, uh, I'm not saying that, like, you know, uh, gold digging is, uh, is, you know, acceptable. Like, but I don't, I don't care. Like, this is what makes good TV. I'm sorry. But, like, we're not saying that, like we're not grading the these characters as you know something that you absolutely need to do with your life and whatever. We're grading them in in terms of how important and great they were for the show. Yeah, yeah. So Julie Cooper Nickel, yes. <laughs> Julie Juju. Cooper Nickel Roberts yeah. was gonna be Juju. <laughs> Juju. And then and then what what is it? Julie Cooper Nickel Roberts Bullet at the end because she gets married to the bullet um Jesus, to the, no. to the, to the bullet at the end she has a kid with ryan's dad oh my god what what a journey for julie yes she deserves to be in the goat Kristen is like earth two julie she's not as interesting in my opinion <laughs> she really isn't because like it's 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 kind of bad for us to say it that way because like she legitimately had a drinking problem yeah. and uh yeah this um she she's i saw her as the lioness who just you know her children she wanted to protect her children and yeah. she wanted to protect seth so much and everything that was happening to seth and she just couldn't take it and and she was kind of blaming herself for that and the alcohol was numbing that really really bad and um i kind of relate to her in, in, immensely because like when you when you're crushed by the reputation of your dad because her dad you know she was always in her in his shadow and he always you know she did have a sister but like she was like you know 
kind of the black sheep of the family. Like she kind of went and did uh, whatever. But like Kiki was so, you know, uh, she was like this marble statue that her father built. But she was like, well, dad loved you more to, to her sister. Yeah. Like, she, yeah. And she was, she did everything to earn, you know, his, which is kind of like a daddy issues. A she lot. Yeah. She definitely has daddy she, issues. Daddy, sure. definitely. Sure. Because come on, she's a rich. And come on. He really has to become like the mother of the family when her mother dies. That's how they described it, where she had to take care of her father, had to be close to him, do the business with him and stuff. Absolutely. And all of that, like, comes to in season two when, like, he he passes away. She deals with, like, she's flirting with some guy that's at the job that's supposed to be helping her and Julie. And they develop this close relationship. But then he has to leave because uh, he realizes. But he never did, she never did anything. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I developed great sympathy for, for the Valentine's Day episode where uh, Sandy was was held up with his, you know, fugitive ex-girlfriend <laughs> and whatever and she was waiting for him and yeah. i love that scene by the way because he he got home and she just got up got up, got up from the table and he you thought that she was go they were going to embrace but she just walked away the door. Yeah. she just closed the door and then she started drinking i I think that th this was a great scene. She's absolutely good, but flawed in my in my eyes. Good, but flawed, right next to her dad. Exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Right next to her dad. Right next to your dad. You got the daddy issues. That makes you yes, flawed. of course. <laughs> but but the thing that always got to me was that she was so afraid to take Ryan in because she was afraid for her son. Yeah. And then she couldn't let him go because she, like, she was mother, huge. She reacted the biggest when he leaves at season one. Like, she cries she, and yes. stuff. He need, she needs to be held by Sandy when he leaves and stuff. So, yeah, that was, Absolutely. That was a big thing. Absolutely, she becomes the pure mother because she that's the mother instinct in her. She, she like, develops a, you know, she's... My my favorite scene is her and Ryan's mom when they when she eventually absolutely to, to have absolutely. him stay with the family. I think that's like episode five when when the mother when this the so when Ryan's mom is like, no, you're the real mom that he needs. I'm not. I can't do it. I can't do it. You. I see how you are with your kids. I see how my kid looks at you. Like uh, you. Yeah. You need to be there for him. And she, yeah, she tells and, the family, we're gonna keep. Mm -hmm. him. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed her with with Ryan's uh, real mom because like she, um, you 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 can see like the the protectiveness that it is in in her and she's like oh no I'm I'm you can see it inside of her that she wants to take Ryan away from her because she so thinks that you know that Ryan deserves better after only a couple of episodes and that's and that's you know the mother instinct. But like you, you can see that um, when you have that that poison in you, you know that you know with the drinking and everything, even that can never be the mother in you. That's why you know, as I said, being a parent for me is the hardest thing in the world. So that's <laughs> so you know, right? <laughs> being up at three a.m. You know. Well, so, we're yes. gonna. We're going to go through these three very quickly. Uh, Luke 
I'm going to just put him in lacrosse <laughs> since he's the captain of, of the lacrosse team. Of course uh, he is. Luke starts off as Marissa's boyfriend. Then, then we all hated him. Yeah, everything. we all hated but him. The, we literally talked this in the DMs yesterday. It, well, maybe not yesterday, but like the day before. Luke, the moment he started dating Marissa's mom, <laughs> became one of the ghosts for me. And I was like, fucking hell. No, it's it's when it's, it's the first instinct that I was like, okay, he's actually good. Is when he saves Ryan from the burning house, and then yeah. he eventually, you know, cheats on Marissa and Tijuana. She finds out, then they break up, and then he's with Ryan on the lacrosse team, and that's why I'm like, okay, he's not really that bad of a guy. And then we find out his father's gay. He starts getting picked on, and him and Ryan have to beat up lacrosse team players, and that's when they team up together. I was like, oh, okay, he could be, he could be a part of the crew. He becomes a part of the friendship group. He's the only other one besides Ryan that sees Who through Oliver. Oliver. Yeah, yes, yes, he sees through the whole Oliver charade. Then he gets with with Julie. That causes its own problems with Marissa. That's when she runs off to Chino. Then he breaks up with her. He says it right when Marissa's in the bathroom <laughs> why do you why you make sure no one else is in the room with you and ryan uh come on uh he eventually leaves then he then uh we get he's uh he's there for seth when seth leaves newport he has him stay with him and his dad in uh in portland and that's when like we that's the final time we see of luke but luke is the captain of the lacrosse team uh, if if we had had longer with him, I think he would be in the top three uh, tiers. But it's only really one season that we have. Yeah, but like he's like the jock that gets on board about doing whatever. Like yeah, because he's always when he becomes like one of the good guys. He, he, they were like, well, I think that so and so and so is not doing it. Let's go. And he was like, <laughs> he's like that guy. He's like, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, then we got uh, we got uh, Mr. Roberts, Doctor Roberts, uh, Summers, Summers, uh, Dad. I mean, I'm just gonna put him here. I don't know yes, about you. you. Why yes, was he even you. on the show? We should have never saw him. We should have never yeah. saw him. Should have just been talked about, but never seen. It was kind of yeah, because like we we got that with his, uh, you know, with Summers' mom. Like yeah. her stepmom, because like we, the only thing that we knew about her was that she took a lot of pills. Like this, is, Summer was like, "Well, well my stepmom," and she was like, "Need." She always took that medication and that medication. I'm like, "Wow, okay." Like, yeah, yeah, because it's her medication that Marissa steals in Tijuana. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then, of course, it is the the bottom of the barrel, Oliver. Oliver deserves to be in Oliver, the bottom tier. He is he is the friend of Marissa. He, she, she meets in therapy after Ryan, you know, sees during Christmaca that she's going through a lot of problems. She's developed a drinking problem. She needs to see a therapist due to her, you know, her parents breaking up and a lot of the, you know, stuff with Luke and all that stuff. So he tells her to go to therapy. She meets Oliver. Oliver tries to get her to kiss her, kiss him. Uh, on New Year's, when she's still with Ryan, so Ryan has to do the quick. How did Ryan get through California no. traffic no. to get to the hotel in time? I, that that episode still blows my mind when I rewatched California like, traffic. Doing? I know I happen to know that California traffic is ass. Imagine California traffic in on New Year's, like this is ridiculous. And he's like, so, and I'm like, yeah, okay. 
like oh I, this is how it's fan it's it's fiction okay <laughs> like that's that's fiction. how you know it's fiction it's um okay i i hated oliver and everything that happened with uh, the characters all around oliver because um i have a psychology degree okay and it's not that it's not because of that that i hate him so much but it's also not you know when when you're a fan of a show and you're like how how can they not see through him it's not that yeah. it's not that because the way he re- is obviously manipulative it's so but like when you when you get when we're uh, you know familiarized with all the characters like uh, especially marissa you get to see that marissa is such a strong character in her own mind that if if she if we are her there is no way that she could fall for that in in in, in psychology terms in her character uh, yeah. works there is no way she could do that but because like she has no father issues because like she she's not she's not that person she loves her father and she's not oh my dad ran out of, my dad went out of money and that's why me and her mother and my mom had to live in a trailer she's not that character no she, she's not that she doesn't have issues with her father but she but she doesn't she, she yeah yeah exactly it's that's the thing that you see in our other relationships and and kind of in a way why she got with Ryan is that she feels like she can fix these people yeah, like, of course. Like, yeah, yeah, that's her thing. But like she, her relationship with Ryan was the thing that she he didn't allow her, and this was the the thing that made her sink her teeth into him even much more. Whilst Oliver was the one who did the clinging, and this yeah. was this was the thing that should have thrown Marissa off because she never wanted the whiny and the you know. She she didn't want that kind of you know a person to take care of. She she like she liked uh, Luke who was a who was a bad boy. He like she loved uh, Ryan. He was wearing a white beater. Come on, why did she like Oliver? And I know that she she didn't like him romantically, but like as a you know as a friend, and come on, like not meeting at all his girlfriend what was her name am like oh oh oh, oh. damn it where was it because it was just it was the the front desk person yeah (laughs) like not meeting her at all and knowing certain random information about her yes come on like this and and this was the one of the first thing that luke and ryan was like does she even exist like yeah they were always there there was always like like oh um like like uh, have you ever met her have we ever (laughs) met her and also summer also summer because she she was also kind of weary about him continue on i do have to help my my missus with the kids real quick Continue on talking about about Oliver, yes, please. Yes, about about <laughs> Oliver. Yes. So uh, even the fact, even the fact that he was like, uh, his reactions to all certain uh, certain things that 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 were uh, <laughs> he likes. He has a Dominic Mysterio <laughs> avatar. 
Jesus. Okay. So the way that Oliver reacted to a huge part of, you know, the mysteries that were surrounding him, I'm not saying that all of them are stupid for falling for that, but I kind of am. Like, you kind of see how flawed Marissa is right from there because um, wanting so much to be the one to take care of that person and to be the one because of which that person is better. And this is kind of like the... The, the falling the falling rocks uh you you, you come and see the falling rocks because you get to see because like if you're if you're new to the show and you're you know that you're supposed to like marissa and you're like well how how am i supposed to like marissa when she falls for that we're gonna get to marissa eventually uh at some point part of this uh this podcast but oliver jesus no like when he starts hurting himself Oh no, like he starts hitting himself. Okay, this if this is not a red flag, it's your problem. It's not him. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, I'm so stupid. And he starts hitting himself. Fucking bye. Like <laughs> run, run at that point. Run. At that point, it's time to run. It's and time get away to run. Oliver. Also, if Luke needs to be the voice of reason. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're in big trouble. We're in big trouble when Luke is sees through everything and Seth, Summer, Marissa is all like doo, 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 doo. <laughs> I didn't understand that. Yeah, not at all. Oh my god, Oliver. Jesus. By the way, kudos for for making everyone fall for that. But like it it, it all ends here, okay? It's he was also like the actor did his job perfectly because yeah. he's so slimy that I hate him so much. Kudos to the actor. I don't know his name, but like let me let me look it up because yeah. he was he was very good at, at, at really playing good. this character. Uh what is his real name here? Damn, they have him. I, I love I love on the character description it says he's alive. Um <laughs> Taylor Taylor uh Hanley is his name yes taylor thank you 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 did awesome but we hate your character <laughs> which is which is which means that you did your job perfectly and now it is time for it's, it's time for you to once again take center stage maggie we have another goat here seth cohen who i'm putting right at the top I'm putting right at the top of the goats, above his father, above Julie. Even Cooper. above his father, yes. Even above his father, Seth is the ultimate comic book nerd. He becomes the best friend of Ryan almost instantly. They have their little falling out in episode one when uh, Summer has a little crush on Ryan, but Ryan comes and has his back when the lacrosse players try to try to jump Seth or pick on Seth. He has his back. They fight together. He's like. Man, I never had anybody like that. We're really like brothers. <laughs> and so they they become like this whole unit. The only falling out they have in like season one is when Seth doesn't see all the telltale signs that Oliver is crazy and Oliver is a problem. And he has to like say, you know, ask for forgiveness and stuff. Ryan very, very, he doesn't even hold it against him. He's just like, I'm cool with you. I more have a problem with Marissa with the fact Marissa didn't believe me. But <laughs> he really like forgives him very quickly after 
after that. But eventually, you know, Ryan leaves. So he's upset at Ryan for leaving. And he leaves on the summer breeze to go to I don't I think he was trying to go to Tahiti, but he winds up in Portland because he he ran out of snacks and he, he decides to just take the bus to Portland. He stays with uh, Luke and his father for a while. Uh, he has he's he was flirting with some girl there, but nothing happened with that. But he was in a real relationship with Summer. We talked about the whole three uh, triangle that he had with Anna and Summer. Then season Anna. I know. Uh, <laughs> then uh, he eventually season two becomes his like whole quest for getting back with Summer. Uh, he has to deal with another love triangle, but this time Summer has a boyfriend named Zach, and they become like comic book friends because Zach is also a comic book nerd and a lacrosse player at the same we time. Boo Zach here in this house. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna get to him, and I know exactly <laughs> where we're putting him. Uh, but <laughs> yes, why was he even on the show? <laughs> Either there's two tears, one of those, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, but yeah, Seth uh, eventually gets back with Summer in one of the other most iconic scenes in this in this in this series is when he's trying to fix the satellite in a rainstorm and falls off the satellite. He doesn't have a hat, so he's wearing a Spider-Man mask, and Summer comes to uh, leave the airport. Recreate- the scene. They recreate the scene of Kristen <laughs> Dunst and, and Toby Maguire for Spider-Man 1 where she lifts down the mask and kisses him and they're back together. So sweet. Such a beautiful moment. You couldn't ask for a better way because it's it's Seth and he's a comic book nerd. Like You couldn't ask for, for, for a better scene to make that happen. And um, there's there's one huge reason why Seth is the goat because we kind of talked about being a trendsetter. I am so thankful that because of a character like him, it was okay for people to go out and say, "Yes, I read comic books. Yeah, I I watch uh, Marvel. I'm a fan of DC." Uh, I will dress up like Spider-Man for Halloween and I will not get beat up. This, <laughs> I I like I enjoy this so and thank you, Seth, because of course people can do whatever the hell they want. And like you can you can see how at the beginning of the show people were bullying him because yeah. this is what the perception of this kind of person was all around the world. And as the show progressed, we as viewers and as people progressed with him. Yeah, and, and it was it was because they started having the other characters embrace it. Like Ryan starts reading comic books, and then Marissa Luke starts Mar- playing video games with Marissa him. Marissa starts to like the same music as him, and Summer starts reading comic books and like the same music as him. Marissa then- says that she, with her ridiculous high heels and uh, Gucci stuff, that she listens to punk, like she and knows like punk bands. And I'm like, do you know? And, and then it's because of his music, they have the whole bait shop where actual bands get to go and perform. And then we didn't even, after everything that we talked about with Ryan, like the reason we went in depth with Ryan is because it, it helped us out with not having to go long on all the other characters. Because like I said, Ryan is just a reactor to a lot of the other major characters. But with Seth, he created a holiday 
He is a Catholic Jew Jewish kid, so he took the the Jew Judaism of his father Sandy Cohen with the Catholicism of his mom Kristen Kristen uh, Nickel, put it together and created Chrismaka. It is in fact a national holiday now for it kids is. that are it both is. Jewish and Catholic. He is the goat. <laughs> and one and one more reason, last but definitely not least. Everyone who can score Olivia Wilde is a goat. <laughs> He's a goat. He's a goat. When he when he did in season two, in between trying to get back to summer, he gets with Olivia Wilde because she's just like, you're, yeah, you're a nerd. Yeah, you're annoying, but you're just so cute. You're so cute. So yes, everyone, with you. everyone who can hook with Olivia Wilde is a goat except for Marissa. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And we're about to get, we're getting closer and closer yeah. to Marissa. But yes, Seth is the goat of all goats when it comes to the OC. Next, we got Star Lord, Chet, Chet uh, Shay. Was it named Shay in season four? Um, it, this is Summer's uh, best friend, I guess, in college. And then he becomes her spirit animal at one point. She has like a spirit, like where she's the only one that can see him at one point. He comes, he's cool with, with Seth, but he eventually gets Summer kicked out of Brown uh, because of all their like activism yeah. and protest and stuff. Because they sneak out the bunnies from the from the testing lab at, at Brown University. So this why was he even weird, on the show? Why <laughs> is he on the show and not being a guardian in the galaxy? So this... <laughs> in between, it's his father disowning him and being abducted by uh, by the aliens. He was in the OC as Che. Yes, uh, like this. Th this was his. Uh, you know, um, this was his backpacking through Eastern Europe stage when he finished high school. <laughs> That killed me. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Summer... I explained it, okay? You did, you did. That's why I'm like, okay, I can move on now. Uh, Summer Roberts, goat for me. Goat. I don't right know about there, you. Right there next to Seth. Yes, right there yes. She Seth. also goes above Sandy Cohen because, man, I did not like her. Like the first episode or two. You weren't then, supposed to. No, you weren't supposed to because they wanted to give you the arc of how she eventually, like, it's when she starts to accept the fact that Seth is the real guy she's supposed to be with. Like, oh, like they really introduce her as like this ditzy girl who you think just like sleeps around and makes out with different guys or has a different crush every day. And then we find out like she doesn't have she never had a boyfriend really. And she never she had a whole bunch of guys that had crushes on her, but she never really was was like Marissa, who always needed a guy. She was kind of on her own. She's also really smart. We didn't even know that she was really smart until ridiculously smart. Yeah, and then she gets with with Seth and their relationship. That's just that. Like, if we ever did a couples of the OC, it, it they are the goats it, automatically. Seth and Co and Summer are the goats when it comes to couples. Yeah, Summer is probably the outside of Julie, probably the most developed character on the OC. Yes, and I would like to start with this. I wish I was a mermaid and was friends <laughs> with all the fish, a shiny tail and seashells. That's what that's would be my wish. Oh my god, yes, you popped me for that because yes, that is the this whole is the 
That's the poem, the poem. The poem that, that Seth remembered that it really Word by her. word, that really caught her. And this was where she kissed him and she walked away. Like, yeah. yeah. And then the whole thing with the kissing booth and like... What is, and, then, yeah. and then they tried to completely retcon that in uh, in season three when they said Taylor really wrote the, the Bear Raid. The Bear Raid poem. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But like this... This poem was so sweet because, like, do you if you watch the if we after you've watched the OC and like some time has passed and then you rewatch the OC, you're kind of um, you know culture shocked by the first episode because Summer is nothing like that and like she is one person in the first episode and an entirely different person for the rest of the series because yeah. she's drunk out of her mind and she's yeah. like oh, yes. and she's that she's that high school uh you know stereotype stereotype and then afterwards she becomes like nothing like that she becomes the biggest supporter of the bitch you're supposed to like and the like the best she, friend that she could possibly she, ask for yes absolutely the best friend because she she decorated her new room she was the, like she is the one who has to be you know just as spoiled as marissa but fucking knows how to use power tools okay <laughs> that's hot that is hot <laughs> that, that is, is hot. so hot <laughs> and then like she she gets all those you know tools and then like makes everyone help her like she's a, you know organized and she's a leader a, like yes. this huge leader and then the fact that when she goes you know it, it was really weird watching her in uh in college because she turned into this hippie yes <laughs> you know? who didn't because, <laughs> yes that she she needed to fill a terrible void that was inside her because yeah there was no marissa anymore and then you come if you you start um explaining the character in your mind to 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 yourself and, and she was like you sure surely she must be thinking that she could have done something to prevent that maybe because because this is how an amazing this such a huge uh friend that she was to marissa because she was like maybe i could have helped her Maybe what could have I done? Because maybe I wasn't that good of a friend. Maybe, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And this is maybe because, like, why she became that. Because she was probably, you know, blaming herself for a lot of this, these things. Very true. Very true. Good points right there. But, yeah, Summer, Summer is just amazing how she developed throughout the entire series. It, relationships everything man just perfect perfect the, the fact the fact that uh in the beginning and like the sex between her and seth was awkward because yes. like she, because she she was she was exactly as you know as nervous as, she, as he was he was yeah because like she never did it before either like, exactly and he didn't know he didn't know that's why he was awkward because he didn't know he thought she mm -hmm. had all this experience and she really did jimmy cooper Oh, good I mean, flawed, maybe. I, I want to put him or, in the cross. I don't know how to feel about him. Like I, I also don't know how to feel about him. Yeah. But like he was, he was. Mm. He was. He's too flawed to be in good but flawed. 
Like, <laughs> when they made when they made him be a criminal again in season three, that's when it was just like, yo, there's no growth. Oh, that was poor was character no work. Yeah, that's yeah. just poor character work. That's why, like, like that's the whole thing. Like with with uh, Luke, he's in lacrosse because we didn't get he enough is time. Lacrosse. Yeah, he is lacrosse because he was on the lacrosse team, and we didn't get enough time to get the full growth for Luke because we got it all pretty much in one season with with Jimmy. It was just like, damn, like, why we had to revert back to what he was. Of course, the second part, like his second coming in, in the series, I was like, why are we even watching this? Why is he on this show the second time? Because like, I, I, I didn't get it. Like, why are you do? Like, why are you back? It was like them. It was almost, uh, almost as if it was that part of the show where the, the, the creators were wondering what could they do to bring you know the the good parts of you know uh, of of that part of the TV series back, and they thought that this was the no, it's it's it really wasn't no. But unless, then, unless you could retcon Caleb dying, that's the only way. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only way you could save season three is Caleb. Caleb didn't die. Um, yeah. Zach. I, I think I think you're right. I, I lean more towards why was he even on the why show? Why is he even here? Like I know, like and he's also in the lacrosse team, by the way. <laughs> like, I wasn't about is... in the lacrosse team, but you when you said why is he even on the show? I was like, Why is he on the show? <laughs> why was he, he on the show? He is in the lacrosse team and he's like this he's supposed to be like um the thing between um like Seth and Luke because he's yes. nerdy like Seth, but he's also the jock. I probably that's the reason why they even made him as a because they a, did you know, tease like a uh, summer getting with Luke when when Seth was with Anna and they never yes. pulled the trigger on it. They, so I guess I'm they so were glad. like, yeah, I'm I'm so glad too. So they just was like, oh, what if we did Luke meet Seth and that's the character that's gonna be between the the eventual reunion of Seth and Summer. Absolutely. Uh, but like they they had to like, you know, make a character that goes between uh, uh, Summer and Seth. And, you know, at, at some point. Yeah. But like Summer did dress up like Wonder Woman. So like this, this is true. Wonder Woman. Great. Great scene there. Um, Dawn Atwood. Um... <sighs> Okay, she was really important for for that for those episodes of the show. And they brought she her was... back kind of in season three before the graduation, and she had yeah. really developed and, yeah. and stuff and actually got through got through her whole addiction, even though Ryan was judging her based on who she was <laughs> instead of yeah. actually getting to know his mom again. So it made me actually feel bad for her. So I I, I want to put her in lacrosse or I kind of do yes in the lacrosse because like we uh, if if we put her in good but flaw but like we we had like t- three episodes of her like yeah. she's not that you know but but not enough to why was she even on the show we, she was important for she the was show. on the show for a she reason was, for a reason yes she, we're 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 gonna save the person up front. For yes. the end, we're yes. gonna save that for the Thank end you. and move on to Johnny Oliver Stone. I mean, I'm I'm on Oliver with Johnny. I'm sorry. I, I, I you don't need to be sorry. Like you don't need Johnny to be sorry. at all. 
like and it and it's the fact that Oliver it's copy and Johnny, paste. It's yeah, copy paste. Oliver and Johnny is like they're an obstacle between a couple that I didn't really like to see together, yet they made them so hateable, both of those characters. Like you you can see you you can see that at the, you know at the beginning, oh yeah, okay, Johnny's like that that boy, but like why are you dragging other people down with your depression? Like yeah. I know like when you're in that bad of an emotional state, it's it's really it's hard to think of something other than yourself. I know. Like we I I think that we've all been there because like we're millennials and all of us were depressed at some point. Exactly. I yeah, I can get that. But like tell me the reason why they think that 90% of everything they do is a great idea. Of course, oh wait, I'm drunk. Of course I need to climb this huge cliff. Yeah, and, yeah, I'm on the cliff and yeah, yeah of I'm course. Climb it. And I am going to climb the cliff with the bottle of alcohol in my hand because it's so much easier. <laughs> Also, I am going to stand right on the edge of the cliff. <laughs> because I'm so drunk, and I think this is a good idea. Yes, this is such a, you know, a, a, a great idea. Um, um, I, he was, he was also kind of a jerk, I'm sorry. But yes. like, yes, he, he was like, because you fall in love with another, which is a, a wonderful thing, by the way, when you fall in love with someone doesn't mean that you have to be a total jerk to the rest of the people in your life. That's why I'm saying that he's kind of a jerk. And when he breaks his leg. And because of Marissa, because of, Marissa <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, he i know i know that this sucks because like his love for surfing is everything to him and then he becomes like it's it's like um i always forget the name of the character which which is really annoying because he's my favorite character of the show uh, uh in bones they have uh no it wasn't hawkins well have you watched bones like no. the TV series, okay. No. Like there, there, there is this, uh, this character. I love him, by the way, because he's the know-it-all, and he's absolutely great. And when he, um, he gets hurt and he uh, loses all feelings in his legs, and he gets put in the wheelchair, and he becomes this really bitter person because he, he, he doesn't have his legs, and and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he becomes a dick to everyone because they have their legs, you know. I can get that. It's because it's a it, it's really difficult to to all of a sudden become dependent of other people. This is like sure. I can get that. But like when you're a teenager, it makes it harder because you're just a spoiled brat. <laughs> you know, when you're a grown ass person, you can get that because like, oh no, like no, this is so... But he's a teenager and I won't slap the snot out of him. I'm <laughs> really sorry. And everyone was doing everything to make his life better. Yeah. They were... Yes. They and did the whole was... Christmaka. They treated yes. him like, like little Timmy during Christmaka. Yes. Did the whole yes. fundraiser for him. 
Mm-hmm. What? And yeah, and I can get why he can be bitter about that because like a fundraiser and then you feel like charity, which yeah. is a kind of a slap in the face because I, I can get why. But he does become... He, he is Oliver. Yes, please. He does become <laughs> Oliver. In he a lot does of ways. become so, Oliver. So, yeah. let's, let's complete the trifecta here and just pick Volchek in... I don't know if... Volchek deserves to be higher than Johnny on the Oliver scale because he killed he killed Marissa and he even though Marissa. Even, even though we don't like Marissa he, he he killed her because he was in love with her and didn't want her to go to the airport without talking to her the, the, his way to talk to her was to drive her off the road and flip her car what the he had no logic uh yes uh this is the true definition of toxic <laughs> And this, I, do you know why this character exists? Is to show women that they can do better. <laughs> Seriously. Because she's, he, he is the true definition of rebound sex. Because like when you get out of, you know, of, of, of your relationship that you cherished so much, and then you get stuck with this piece of trash, and you're and he's always he always has the body and the tattoos and everything he's like this bad boy who smokes and you know kinds of kind of pulls you back down to his level and this is the t- the, the moment you when you have to say to your to yourself i can do so much better and i used to be an amazing person and i did that and then i'm uh i i had all these friends and now they can't even talk to me because I I turned myself into him. And for what? I, I'm not having a good time. She wasn't even having a good time. She wasn't even... Because she... Uh, of course, uh, she probably she was, wanted... She was drunk and high the whole time. She was like. drunk and high because of him. And the fact that he's so hot, this is why... This is why he needs to be Oliver, okay? He so needs to be... Because how can... Oh, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean you don't want to talk to me? Let me kill you. Because you stop, stop the car. Let stop me push the car. Let me let me push your car like while you're traveling at a hundred kilometers per hour. This is a good idea. So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> Ridiculously dumb. And I don't I don't care if you're drunk or high. <laughs> this does not excuse you in any way. True definition of of Oliver, rebound sex surfing dude. Uh, oh, I, f- I forgot. We got one more Oliver. I think here out of these last. Yes, months. his brother. <laughs> Why his brother? I love it. I love how you just completed my sentence. Why his brother? You know. You you know. That you're absolutely as toxic as as everyone in this in this lane, where people call you the dollar store version of Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy is one of the be- most handsome people on this planet, and when you are such, a, you know, I can never. I, it's not. I have so many thoughts in my head right now <laughs> that I can't even. Well, express. well, let's start off with he got Ryan arrested yes. for steal- by stealing the car. 
then while he's in big brother behavior by the way yes while he's in jail he gets ryan to steal another car during thanksgiving thanksgiving jesus uh he steals he tries to steal from the from the store when he gets out of jail and ryan's trying to show him around newport uh then he sexually assaults marissa he like it's nothing Acts like nothing happened. Doesn't want to tell his brother. Then tells his brother that she would. They they were. Uh, they had feelings for each other. So makes try to make Marissa gaslight to Marissa, uh, and then eventually tries to kill Ryan. And then and then to top everything off, in season three, he leaves behind his his girlfriend who causes more trouble for for Ryan, that blonde chick who's not even here because she would be in Oliver too. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? We don't need more Oliver's. Come on! Wow. Oh man, Trey. Yes, Trey. Trey. So, I, so, so, I, I think Trey he, also deserves to be higher, not as high as Volchek or Oliver, but higher than no, Johnny. Johnny is the bottom Johnny. of Oliver. Yeah. Before Johnny. Okay. Like that's. Uh, yeah. Look, it's not even enough for for that piece of ass to be responsible for one of the the, the 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 most epic scenes in the TV series, you know, with the, what you say? <laughs> this was such an epic scene, and I don't even care. You're you're on Oliver. I'm sorry. You're still, you're still in yeah. Oliver. A you're couple of these, we could, we could really much go fast, uh, fast action with the rest of these. Caitlin, I, I kind of lean towards why were you even on the show to look Yeah, up? yeah. She, uh, yes. She just. Were you, why just were you so, even on the show? Um, she yes. Uh, she's um, she's kind of a more bitchy version of Marissa. She's like, like Julie meets Marissa. Julie meets yeah. She got so much of her mom in her, but like I kind of feel like she's a better version of Marissa. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I kind of lean towards lacrosse. I kind yeah. of went towards the cross for her because I think she did have a point on the show, and she is literally like one of the only entertaining things about season three, which is the worst season. <laughs> yes, she kind of saved the third season. Yes, <laughs> she she's kind of a you know, but like <laughs> the moment where yeah. <laughs> the, the, one of the few times when I like Marissa was when she got to her school and like she dressed yeah like, yeah this was like uh, this that. was cool yeah the, but like and not because of the school girl outfit, no, no, which, no, no, no. which which was really awesome by the way because yeah kudos yeah she pulled that off but but like because of the bonding because we never yeah. got to see a bonding between marissa and her sister but like she because she was never a big sister to her no she always like talked down to her which I kind of, I kind of see why she's like that. Exactly. I'm gonna go with the Taylor. Ta- I'm, I'm sorry. I I see Taylor and I go good but flawed or great character. What would you say? Good but flawed, actually, because like yes, of course, but like then the last season and you're like so torn. Like I know, but she, like she was, she was the annoying kind of bad person in yeah. you know in, and then she in, got the baby face turn by the end of like she, season yeah. three into season four where she gets with with ryan uh teresa teresa this is an interesting one this is probably the person that i have the most trouble fitting her in anywhere i know why because like jesus um 
we need to develop a new one between good but flawed and lacrosse <laughs> just for her I, I would say i was lean more towards lacrosse but very high on lacrosse because she's very close to good but flawed but she doesn't really have any flaws outside of uh bad relationship choices uh with she, her she's with her baby only, dad yes she is also extremely moral yeah yeah, and, and th this is why this is so hard. Because probably she's yeah, extremely moral, but she had unprotected sex with a teenager. Of course, and she she got her own. Come on, like she got her own uh, hotel room. What did you expect, <laughs> Jesus? She was in catering. Come on, <laughs> catering from Chino. Um, but but she did. I I so hate that. Every time I see it, see this in TV series or movies or whatever, I hate when that happens. When a character makes a decision without even telling the other person, and she ends up making a decision for that other person. And I absolutely hate that because you can see that in real life too. And this is stupid because you are taking responsibility away from that other person and you're not even telling them, you know, yeah. because it's it's kind of selfish. Bottom of the line, it's selfish because you you get to make a decision for that other person as if they're not a grown-ass man or a woman. And this exactly. is annoying. This has always annoyed me. And this is why I didn't like her at the beginning. Because like, why why would she why would you what gives you the right? Because this is not only your you know burden to bear. It's not. And it's I don't know, it's but yeah, probably lacrosse because, like, we saw her in how many episodes? I want to say five or four. Yeah, probably. It's like it's like maybe five in season one, or five or six in season one, uh, one in season two, and then like three in season three. So we didn't even get a full like eleven episodes of her <laughs> throughout. Yeah, the whole yeah. Season. Like we see we see certain parts of her character, but like not enough for her to. For us to have a you know some knowledge about what actually you know yeah uh olivia wilde i'm, I'm not even gonna call her alex olivia wilde i'm not even calling her um i, 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 I want to say good but flawed yes good but flawed and uh i am biased here because i love olivia wilde if if she was played by any other character i would have put her either in lacrosse or either in why were she yeah. in the show, but she was in the show just so we can know how much Marissa has no clue about what she's doing with her life. This is exactly why she was on the show. And yes. th this this isn't me saying that being gay is flawed. Of course it's not. No, you no. do whatever. You do whatever. Like it love was, is it love. was, it was how controlling she was when she realized Marissa was still had feelings for Ryan. Why I said she, she would be in good but flawed. But she was a good yeah. character. She was the manager of the bait shop. She got stuff. The she gave stuff the job, even though she probably shouldn't. And he was the worst employee that she ever had. Yeah, uh, oh, he was. <laughs> she was with, um, she was with. Uh, I call her Sloan from, uh, from Entourage. Uh, she's been in a bunch of movies. She was that was her girlfriend at one point. So yeah, I, I put her in good before. Uh, yes, definitely. Lindsay, why were you even on the show? Yes, I mean, why? Like, <laughs> it's, it's like I don't know if we needed a bastard child angle. 
we needed we needed one just so like there we have another reason to hate you know Caleb. Uh, yeah. Yes, probably. But like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't like him either way. Like why would no? I, I lean towards that with Ryan's dad too. Why were you even on the show or lacrosse? What do you say? Uh, I have no idea why he was on the show. Seriously, <laughs> like, she, we, and like, why was it played by Hercules? <laughs> also, also, like, what a jackass! <laughs> and of course, well, he was played by Hercules just so you know, uh, Juju can try and get that exactly. thing. Exactly, Juju needed one more, one more and thing. Juju needed one list. more. <laughs> and to get closer with Ryan. That's when she Ryan, she's Ryan's mama in law now. Um, yeah. And then finally, the final person before we get to the, to the headliner is yeah. uh, Haley. Yeah. How were you even on the show? I have no <laughs> idea where she was on the show. Maybe just so, uh, you know, uh, Marissa's dad can have a fling, you know, and for us to see that, uh, mm, that Kiki had, you know, the sister complex also yes and now it is time for center stage it is marissa cooper that bitch (laughs) (laughs) let me let me say it in her language that batch Oh my God! The most whiny, complaining, spoiled rich kid who who Ugh. is emo at the same time. Uh, you know she is flawed because she has you know the the uh, she has she deals with like addiction, uh, drug addiction, alcoholism. Uh, she comes from a broken home because her parents get divorced. Oh, she was uh, she was obnoxious even before her parents got divorced. So we <laughs> let's let's not excuse herself, okay? Like, like because okay, it's almost as if she made she, she uh, you know started drinking and had all these problems like with uh, substance abuse and whatever because she was so rich that how can you? possibly you know make everything about you and make everyone want to save you because you feel so empty inside because you're so rich what can i possibly do to make everything about me Hmm, oh i know i'll get drunk with every uh, you know possibility i have of course with vodka because that's (laughs) of course you do and I will develop a really toxic relationship with this one dude that I know damn well that I should have nothing to do with because he was smoking right in front of, you know, of, 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 the, of the house of the other rich people who are like, you know, uh, the the only uh, good the, people in this community. The only good <laughs> people. Like we didn't get to grade all the, you know, all the hens. About of of the community, which yeah. were in in the yoga classes and the communities, and you know, because th- these were the women and and you know the people that made Orange County for me, okay? Because yes. they, they were the definition of Orange County, and of course, like the posters of uh, of you know of moral and you know and and making smart decisions with your money, which were you know 
uh, with the Coens. And of course, when I see someone smoking with a leather jacket and a white beater in front of that house, of course, I need to, you know, to have a relationship with this dude because, of course, why not? And then, like, I am going to, to, you know, to act like the spoiled rich whore because I can have whatever the hell I want while I'm dating the captain of the lacrosse team. I will go and do whatever the hell I want. She was actually the first one to cheat in that relationship. Even, you know, yes, indeed. morally, like, he cheated physically, okay. But, like, she was the one that you know ran away and like started making uh, and, you know, and wanted to stay spend a night with ryan in the in the model home the night and she made all the like the the, the, the mixtapes the cds or whatever which is by the way like in that part of the world i guess because we didn't have this here an invitation to your pants <laughs> like here's <laughs> You make a mixtape to someone when you want to get in their pants. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, and you, she wants to act all innocent at the end of the day. Like, come on. No, 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 no. And every time, some, I have no idea how, but like every time that she wanted to, to be empathetic and she wanted to do something for the for someone, you know, and be the you know a, a, a good human being. Somehow she always made it about her. I'm always. sorry, always. I don't know. Like this is so such a toxic bitch. I will never not remember this certain you know uh, episode in which her mother was trying to connect with her, and she had a. Fucking, uh, I, I don't know, like, what, what do you call it? In the pool. And she, like, threw everything in the pool. And this is not even your house, bitch. Like, not, that, that is not normal. Was this not is not, normal. like, was this a tantrum or whatever? Like, I don't know. What, like, what is this puberty attack that, was that so, you have? That was toxic, and it was the worst acting I have seen on worst a drop acting ever also but like that this, that alone I, I might put her above oliver <laughs> you reminded me of that scene that scene might put her above oliver this i hate this and this is the root of all my marissa hate because your mother which was such an annoying character in the show by that time. She's trying to reconnect with her daughter because she's seeing just how crappy of a time she's having. And she's trying to make everything work. She's trying to mend bridges. And she acts like this. Because you remember, even when Ryan comes back, Julie's happy to see Ryan back. She's like, maybe, maybe she can act normal again. <laughs> Maybe you can heal my daughter, please. Come on, like hi, <laughs> like she, and like she, she. Uh, what what do you guys call like those little houses that the Baywatch like like the the, uh, the lifeguards like the, yeah, the little yeah. house? Yeah, what do you call these? I a have no idea. Stand? Lifeguards, yeah, okay. She managed to turn something so cool into something so obnoxious because, oh. like, I always wanted to sit there at the in the night and smoke a cigarette. I miss smoking, by the way, so much. 
And I've always wanted to do that. And she did with that with Bolchak. And I was like, why? Oh, like she Ruined did it. that before me. <laughs> this is another reason for me to hate her so much. And then, and then she has this is the, the, the thing I mentioned with Summer. She has such an amazing group of friends, which make a room for her. A room. Like she had like this white like white four walls with this uh, you know uh boxes of stuff and she has so many stuff because she was a rich stupid spoiled brat and then like her friends who are such sweethearts make a room for her and like buy her all this stuff and like f- shelves and everything and bed and bedding do you know how much bedding costs i just got bedding a lot of money it costs a lot of money and she was still spoiled bitch after that <sighs> all that to say marissa is the top of the top when it comes to the bottom of the barrel of characters on the oc so this is our tier list here, Maggie. We got <laughs> in the goats, uh, Seth Cohen, then Summer Roberts, then Sandy Cohen, then Julie Cooper. Great characters. Jerry Cooper, Nickel Roberts, uh, <laughs> Bullet. <laughs> and the great what, why didn't you have Bullet in here? I know. I'm, I'm so mad <laughs> that this tier list doesn't have Bullet because Bullet is a great character. We would have more great, great character. characters. We would great have more character. great characters if Bullet was here. Uh, great characters. We got Ryan Atwood and uh, Anna. We got good but flawed Caleb Nickel, Kristen Cohen, uh, Taylor Townsend, and Alex Lacrosse. We got Luke, uh, Teresa, Jimmy Cooper, Don Atwood, and Caitlin Cooper. And why were they even on the show? We got Dr. Roberts, Che, uh, Zach, Lindsay, uh, Frank Atwood. (laughs) Yeah, I was was about to call him Ryan's dad again. Frank Frank Atwood, a.k.a. Hercules. Uh, We got Haley Nickel. And then the bottom of the barrel, the trash of of the OC. Oliver, the Oliver section. We got above Oliver, Marissa Cooper. <laughs> we, got name, we got the namesake of the tier, Oliver. Then we got Bolchek, Trey, and Johnny. I'm, I'm so proud this. of this. <laughs> I'm so proud of this as well. Oh my god. And we will we will share this. I'll stop sharing the screen. We will share this on social media when you see this on Fightful Overbook. I want to thank you, Maggie, because this was a great, this was great. This is great reminiscing. <laughs> on this show and all the crazy stuff so that's why i said this is probably part one of maybe a two-parter because we could talk about each season more in depth and more of the the storylines more in depth we'll do that on a second part but please let the people know where they can follow you on social media and where, where you talk about everything else here on fight for Mobile book over on coexisting with robin Nett. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Maggie underscore IK and on Instagram at Maggie.IK. You can catch me every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Fightful Overbooked for coexisting with Rob and Maggie. Uh, it's I this is like my favorite uh day of the week. Every every week. It's such a fun variety hour. I I love the community that we've built. Um also, you can catch us uh, on Fightful Select uh, Fridays, usually at 5 p.m. 
for coexisting after dark we have different guests each and every week because i have no idea where this uh, is going to be uh, uploaded on overbooked i will not share <laughs> any of you know the guests that we have but please uh tell us what you think about this uh, about you can tear us a new one you know yeah. in in the in the comments because i happen to know that there are a lot of marissa stands believe I, me we want the marissa stands we want, we want like, the, we... We want to hear from y'all. Try. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> y'all can tell us the good about Marissa. Yes. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. I am here on uh, Fightful Overbooked every Tuesday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time for FMC with Jeremy Lambert. If you like non-wrestling talk, that's the place to go. We talk about the NBA. We talk about the challenge, MILF Manor. Jeremy talks about licking ass and sucking toes. Everything sure. that you don't want to talk about everywhere else, we talk about it on FMC. And, of course, the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. If you like wrestling content, you can see all my stuff over there. But thank you so much, Maggie. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Remember to drop the thumbs up on the video. Share it with your friends. Subscribe if you are new to Fightful Overbooked. For Maggie, it is me. It is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. And that has been the OC character tier list we'll talk to you for part two of this series next time bye